Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Happy to be here. Amen. We're looking forward to the service this evening. Our brother Andrew Glover ministering with us, and we're so thankful that he's here with us. Amen. He's here to pull on the word. Head start to camp. Amen. Amen. Could we sing, When I See the Blood, I'll Pass Over You, number 747. It's just a little loud up here, Brother Silas. Start with the uh, first verse. Christ our Redeemer died on the cross, oh died for the sinner, paid all his dues, break your soul to the blood of the Lamb, and I will pass, I will pass over you, when I see the blood, oh when I the death angel pass. 
God's bride safe at last. Let's start with the first, ver first verse. The Lord spoke to Moses and told him what to say. together before it reaches to the highest mountain. <clears throat> the blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on
Hallelujah. Mighty God you are, mighty Savior. Oh, blessed Redeemer. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you tonight. We speak your name in praise and adoration, Father. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe before we go to prayer, maybe we can just sing, Oh, what a friend who walks beside me. Oh, what a friend who walks beside me to hold my hand. says he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Amen. We have a testimony, a couple of testimonies actually. One from uh, uh, Brother Matthew and Sister Geneva. I just want to, on behalf of the Curdy family, <clears throat> want to thank the saints for prayers and support for the situation with Sister Geneva's mother. God has answered the prayers. She's home from the hospital, still very weak. Well, we're thankful, thankful that God has granted extra time. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And Brother Norm and Sister Louise Wood would also like to thank everyone for praying. Sister Louise is home now after her operation. She's doing very well. Uh, the doctors had given her some very heavy pain medication for her recovery. But she's doing so well, she hasn't needed to take it. So we thank God for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God is wonderful. Amen. Brother Mike Ray, would I be able to ask you to come and pray? Amen. Our sister Louise, I believe, is not even barely taking a tile in all things what we were told today. So that's our God. Amen. She had a gallbladder operation. I know if I went through that, I'd be probably wanting a little more than Tylenol. But God stepped on the scene. He says, you don't even need that barely. So, amen, we want to give thanks to our Lord for that. If they come, they come. We pray, we believe, and God answers prayer. And then we thank Him. Amen. Let's do that. Heavenly Father, we want to give you the glory. And we want to give you the praise. 
for Lord touching our Lord dear sister Louise Lord in a time of need Lord she came Lord she said I need prayer the saints have prayed Lord and we earnestly Lord just praying that you would be with the physicians and the different staff Lord through this operation and Lord here she's home Lord and she's giving you praise and glory for Lord you touched her and you Lord you're not you're, you've removed pain from her Lord or her from her little body how thankful we are may you restore strength to her oh God may you continue to pour in all that she needs we're continuing to hold on Lord for her and that you would strengthen her and Lord just to just bring her back to full strength and health we pray remembering our brother Frank Fletcher tonight as well Lord one of our soldiers of the cross here in our congregation Lord and Lord what an anchor Lord he's been for so many as he sat here year in and year out Lord needing a touch from you and needing leading a sustenance from your word and run from your throne so we pray tonight once again may you the same God that touched our sister Louise that you would touch our brother Frank tonight Lord in his little room right now we can't visit him even at this moment but you can visit him as we even sang the song Lord oh oh what a friend Lord, who walks beside me, and our road is bending, and it's curving in different directions, but Lord, we have a friend that can, Lord, it's, you're in a different realm, Lord. You see past, Lord, all the, the physical aspects of our life, and Lord, we just need to hold your hand. If there's someone here tonight, Lord, that's not holding the hand of the dearest friend that they need, may, Lord, you meet them tonight in a special way. Lord, I pray that this weekend, this starting at this service, even right now, we dedicate it to you in the name of our Lord Jesus. Take brother Andrew Glover in the palm of your hand. May, Lord, this be the beginning of a camp weekend, Lord. Lord, not just a Wednesday night service, but an ushering in of, Lord, of a time that you're one to spend with your people. Grab a hold of hearts, oh God. Comfort the needy, Lord. Seek out the lost and take a hold of their hearts, we pray. Lord, we want to mean business with God tonight, Lord. Not just some fluffy, Lord, evening, but, Lord, we want the presence and the power of Almighty God to be, Lord, near to us tonight we pray. So we give you, Lord, this service. We give you this weekend. We give you our time, our hearts, our strength, everything at your feet tonight. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 You can have your seats. Thank you, Brother Mike. I just want to greet each and every one of you here this evening and those that have gathered with us online. God bless you richly. Brothers and sisters of like precious faith, amen. Amen. We've got a special tonight, uh, Sister Jess and Sister Rachel. I'm going to ask you to come up just after we sing this song. When I'm, in, when I'm in need, I call on the Lord. Our God is tremendous. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, when I'm in need, I call on the Lord.
again, and sisters, why don't you come up and get ready while we're singing it. Amen. Oh, when you're in trouble.
sisters we appreciate that we're gonna turn the service to our brother Tom just before we do maybe we could just stand together as we prepare to receive the word I stand in awe within the presence of the Lord I stand in awe within
let's rejoice. Let's rejoice in the goodness of God. Amen. What a wonderful opportunity it is to be in the presence of Jesus Christ, to know him in the power of his resurrection, not in the mental capacity of our understanding, but in the deep revelation of what God is doing amongst his people. I say to you young people, rejoice. Rejoice in the goodness of God. And I say to the elders, rejoice. For God is very present, and he's a very present help in time of trouble. Well, we're starting camp. We're starting camp. Brother Andrew, you can come out anytime you'd like. No more hiding. We've asked Brother Andrew Glover to be our camp speaker this year, and we thought it would be nice to start camp on a Wednesday night so that the assembly here on the Canadian side would get a feel of what's going to happen on the American side. Brother Andrew Glover, uh, his pastor's Brother Sean Martin out of Blacksburg, Virginia. And uh, we love Brother Sean. I've met Brother Sean a number of times. He was at our 207 convention. And, um, and God is cultivating young men around the globe to carry this message to the coming of the Lord. So we're going to start tonight on Wednesday night. Our next service is Friday night. Young people will be coming in for the evening dinner. And then we'll be having a service uh, Friday night, Saturday night, uh, Sunday morning will be the same time so those that aren't able to come to the US side you can uh, gather here at the uh, church Brother Tim Dodd will be here deacons will be here but we are planning and believing that God and his goodness is going to meet us in a very special way and Michael wanted me to let you know that if, if, if whether it's Canadian side or US side Cy it's nice to see you here are you there? <laughs> God bless you buddy all the way from what, Arizona now? Is that your residency? Oh, you're looking a little darker here. That's good. But you're more than welcome to come to the camp. We've, uh, we've put up with this crazy COVID long enough, right? And we just want to be able to gather together and be with one another. And so the camp, of course, will be geared towards the young people in the evening. But if you are able as adults and want to be there and be a part of this, you're more than welcome. We'd love to have you. And we're just going to have a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you'll have to, uh, of course, um, is it the CANAP, Mike? That, well, the young people that you've helped them arrive, CANAP. You'll have to have that if you want to get back to Canada, if you want to stay and be a U.S. citizen. Well, I guess that's a possibility, right, Brother Tom? But we want, to be, we want everybody to do it accordingly that, uh, so there'll be no mishaps at the border. We need, if you need help with anything, uh, young people especially to fill out these apps uh, we'll be there to help you do that so tonight brother andrew glover will be speaking to us brother andrew we deem it a great privilege to have you here we love him we appreciate his ministry it's been effective around north america traveled i guess you've traveled everywhere so he's come to cloverdale to be with us this evening and i just want you to pull on the word of the lord my hope we welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus.
Amen. Is there anybody that can truly say tonight that's where your hope is? Is in the Lord. Amen. The world is falling apart, but there's a bride coming together. Amen. There's a great shaking going on, but there's a bride that's being shook by the power of God and everything that's unlike him has fallen off and becoming more like him. Amen. I was just hearing the prophet of God today. He made the statement. He said, we're not helpless and we're not hopeless. And I put my voice with what he said. We're not a helpless people. We're not a hopeless people. We're the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to greet you this evening in the name of the Lord Jesus. We sure count it an honor and a privilege to be here with you all this weekend and entering into these special meetings and uh, the youth camp coming up this weekend. I know it's been a, I guess they said the first time in a couple years since you've had the winter camp. So I know there's expectation in the air and the atmosphere uh, uh, to see what God's going to do. Amen. And we've just come tonight to open our hearts and to receive from him. And just before we read the word, let's just bow our heads together for a word of prayer. And I know this is the first service maybe on uh, this side of the border, but let's just dedicate ourselves to him for the rest of these meetings and invite him to come and be the preeminent one among us. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we gather here this afternoon, we are very much aware of your presence, Lord. Father, we feel the charge of another dimension that's coming into this building tonight. Lord, it's not coming by the music, by the Lord, the building or the carpet or the sheetrock. It's not coming by the things of man that has been placed here, Father, but Lord, it's coming from the presence of yourself, Lord, that is radiating out of the lives of your people. Lord, as your prophet said, your word has come into their hearts and come into the lives of, a, of your children. And Lord, that word is revolving right out. And tonight, Lord, as we gather here for the first service, Lord, in these meetings this week, Lord, we're asking you to come, Lord. We're maybe only going to have one service here and then move to another location. But Lord, the location is not the dwelling place, Lord. The dwelling place is the lives and the hearts of your children. So tonight, God, as we come together, Lord, in one mind and one accord, we're inviting you to come. May you come and be the preeminent one among us this week, Lord. May you drive out every spirit of fear, every spirit of nervousness, Lord, every demon out of the pits of hell that would try to hinder these meetings in any way. God, we're joining our faith together tonight, and we're sending that devil back to hell where he come from. And Lord, we're calling for the liberty of the Holy Ghost to fall this week, Lord. We're not looking for just another meeting another series of services, Lord, or Lord, just another youth camp. But Father, we're desiring a change, Lord. We're, we're desiring to be changed, to be transformed into the image that you saw of us, Lord, from before the foundation of the world. Tonight, God, may you come, Lord. May you anoint us afresh tonight, God. Lord, may you speak through me, Father, here through the believers, Lord, and may we be benefited by our gathering together. And Father, we'll be sure to give thee all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory, for it's in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. And all the believers says, amen. amen and amen. God bless you this evening. If you have your Bibles while you're standing with us, we'll invite you in the scriptures to the book of Psalms. We want to look in the book of Psalms, the 62nd chapter. While you're turning there, we want to take this opportunity to greet you tonight in the name of the Lord. We bring you greetings from our pastor in our church at home, Brother Sean Martin, the saints there at Faith Tabernacle. And we want to say we sure appreciate the invitation opportunity to come and say we sure appreciate this assembly, what it stands for, the message of the hour. And I've been benefited since a little child by the ministry of Brother Biscoe and the ministry here in the church. And we just want to say thank you all for the stand that you've taken for the message of the hour and to Brother Biscoe for all the 
labor that he's put into this message. We want to say thank him and God bless him richly this evening and his family and amen. We just love the Lord. Amen. We're going home one of these mornings and won't be no border separating us or time differences. We'll all be together on the other side. Amen. Amen. Psalms, the sixty second chapter. I want to look in the fifth verse. Uh, just one verse of scripture I want to read there. Psalms 62 and verse number five. The Bible says, my soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. I love how David speaks there of the soul. My soul, waiteth thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Well, look in the book of First Thessalonians, the second chapter as well. Uh, two uh, scriptures, one from the from the New Testament, uh, Old Testament, one from the New Testament. I want to look here in First Thessalonians two and verse thirteen. Uh, pray by the help of the Lord we can bring these thoughts together this evening. First Thessalonians two and verse thirteen. Everybody love the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Paul here writing says, for this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in the truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Now, I know there's different uh, versions of Bibles. There's Schofield, Thompson Chain, uh, Holman, I've got a Thompson chain here before me tonight, and I love the heading of this scripture that's wrote next to it, the message received as divine. The message received as divine. Now, with that in mind, let's read this again. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye receive the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men. So when ye receive the message you received it not as the word of a man, but as it is in the truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. How many believers do we have here tonight? Amen. May God add the blessing to the reading of his word as you can be seated here this afternoon from those uh, passages of scripture this evening for a few moments. I want to speak to you tonight. If I will title this thought, I want to speak to you on expectations burst from the message. Uh, expectations burst by the message. I believe that we are in the last church age. I believe that God has sent us the final prophet that is coming up on the age or coming up on the earth or the world uh, in the Gentile dispensations to bring a message to one of the Gentile uh, ages. And we find the prophet of God said each age had its message and its messengers. Each age had its message and its messengers. Brother Bram said in time evangelism, he said all through the times, every age has packed its message with a messenger. God in every dispensation has sent forth someone anointed with the Holy Spirit to bring forth his message for that age. So God was sending someone anointed with his spirit to bring forth his message in that age every time. Now we could start back. He said even from the beginning, God was the messenger at the beginning to tell Adam and Eve, you shall eat, but you shall not do this. That was the message. Now I want you to listen to this. And when man's 
stepped across the message of the hour, it brought death and chaos to the whole human race. Now, that's how much the message means. When man stepped across the message of the hour, it brought death and chaos to the human race. That's how much the message means. And remember, it wasn't just a complete blank denial of what God said that he believed. It was taking what God said, whitewashing it over or just misconstruing it a little bit, just adding a little bit to it or taking a little bit away from it. So we, we are not ashamed tonight to say that we are followers of the message of the hour. How many is not ashamed to be identified with the message of the hour that was sent to us, amen, by God's messenger bringing forth his message by a man named William Branham. We're not ashamed of that. We put our voice with what a prophet taught. Amen. When you begin to realize that what we have received in this age, amen, as Peter would say, we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses, amen, of his majesty. Now watch this. The prophet of God said convince and concern. He said, I am thoroughly convinced that my message comes from God. Amen. I'm thoroughly convinced that my message comes from God. I'm thoroughly convinced it's not my own fleshly mind, amen, puffed up. It's the word of God. Amen. Amen. Brother Branham was telling us something here. The message is not coming from my mind. I'm not thinking these things up. I'm not making these things up. Amen. What you are receiving is coming from the mind of God. I am thoroughly convinced. I am absolutely convinced. Amen. That it is Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am thoroughly convinced. Amen. That he is here right now. I, I am thoroughly convinced that he is camped in here. I am thoroughly convinced that he will answer our prayer if we'll be concerned and convinced and open our lives to it. Amen. Then tonight there is no limit. Amen. On the message of the hour. There is no limits on the power of the Holy Ghost. There is no limits on what a word, what a word prophet has released in this age. Amen. I go another place. He said God's power to transform. He said since the opening of those seven seals. Amen. Of them angels just behind the mountain yonder. This has become a new book. Amen. It's the things that's been hid is being revealed as God promised in Revelation 10. He would do it. And we are the privileged people. Amen. That God has chosen of the earth. Amen. That we might see and understand these things. Amen. This message was not coming from the earth. Amen. This message was coming from heaven. Amen. But there had to be somebody upon the earth who would be in position to receive what God was sending. It's in the third seal that God would send a manifestation. Amen. Which would be opening to them seven seals. Amen. Seven thunders would release rapture and faith to the church. And Brother Bram said for the first time there will be a revival. Amen. In the bride. He will send it. Amen. It's not up to us tonight to send the revival. It's not up to us tonight to send the power of God. Amen. God said he would send it. He's looking for somebody who will be in position to receive what he is sending. He is not sending salvation. He has already sent it. He is not sending deliverance. He's already sent it. He's not sending the power to believe the supernatural. He has already sent it. He is looking for somebody who is in position to receive what he is sending. And I'll say it like this. Cloverdale Bible Way is in position tonight to receive the fulfillment of every promise that God has made. If he said he would heal us, we'll believe he will heal us. If he said he would deliver our wayward children, we'll believe he's able to deliver. There is no mountain too big. There is no valley too low. There is no giant too tall. But what God can move on the face of the situation and change the circumstances. We're not following a man's message. We're following the message of the king. We're not following some man's idea. We're following something that's been thoroughly
clearly, amen, perfectly, clearly identified by the presence of the pillar of fire. It's not coming from a man. It's coming from God. Amen. This message is not coming from a man. This message is coming from God. It has come from God. It's not some mythical, fleshly mind of a person trying to make it up. It's the Word of God made manifest and proven that it's right. Proven not by science, amen, but by God that it's the truth. Well, glory to God anyhow. This message is the truth. Let me put my voice on record. This message is the truth. They can say what they want to, but they've come too late. This message is the thoroughly identified truth of the living God. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Then we're not a bunch of bound up, amen, denominational chickens. We are the liberated eagles of the almighty God that has received a quickening power in our souls to spread our wings that's given us access into the things of God we are following the message of God three kinds of believers he said the message of the hour that we're now enjoying <laughs> well come on somebody amen well I'm waiting till we get in the millennium to enjoy the message brother Ram said we're going to enjoy it right now <laughs> well I'm waiting till we get to camp to enjoy the message I've got a word prophet on record right now tonight we can break out into another dimension to where everything the palmer worm and the caterpillar and the locust took from the church. God sent four life messengers who would restore it back to his church. We ain't got to sit back and wish we could enjoy the blessings of God. We've got a right tonight by the Holy Ghost. Amen. To break out into another dimension and believe and receive and become what we are hearing. Amen. This message of the hour that we're now enjoying is the presence of God. It's the latter day. It's the evening time when the lights are shining and the things that's been opened up and the word is been vindicated and proved to be the truth. Amen. Both prophesied has come to pass all through scientific everything proven that it is. Are you ready for this? Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everything proven right here. He said, and a man walk walk out on that. He is an unbeliever. He said he's beyond hope. Are you ready for this? He is numbed by the power of Satan. There is no hopes for him. He is beyond hopes. Amen but I'll tell you this devil there is a bride here tonight who has not been numbed by the things of Laodicea she has not been numbed amen by the voices of reasoning and the voices of rejection but as a matter of fact she has broke out into a dimension where she's hearing from her bridegroom she knows the voice of the Lord and no other man's voice will she follow what do you what, what do you preacher I'm saying the message of the hour amen has birthed an expectation in the in our hearts that what we read in the word can be fulfilled in our lives if we read it in the word it can be fulfilled in our lives if God said they can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover that is a word promise then there is a word prophet who came to open up the word promises that would birth a word bride and we've got a right tonight to believe it Paul says it like this. He says the earnest expectation of the creature which waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Amen. I'll just tell you like, like I believe it if that's okay for a minute. Amen. We are not a dead bride. We are not a cold bride. Amen. Brother, brother we are not a people here who is bound under formalism. You know why? Because we've been lit by fire. Amen. I believe this message brings fire in the church. Amen. You want fire in your home? Put the message in there. You want fire in the church? Preach 
the message. You want fire on your young people? Preach the message. Amen. The prophet of God said it like this. We have become from mortal beings. Amen. From time beings to eternal beings. Amen. When the word of God lit our souls. Amen. Then there was a gene seed on the inside of our soul that was waiting. Amen. For the quickening power of the Holy Ghost. Listen, friends. It's too late to put the fire out. Amen. It's too late to squash the expectations of this bride. There is a fire that is on the inside of her. It's the same fire that was in Jeremiah. He said, I won't speak in his name and I won't prophesy no more. And he tried to shut up. Amen. But something began to churn in the depths of his soul and he screamed out, it's like fire. Amen. Shut up in my bones. And there is a bride here tonight. I can't teach for preaching. There is a bride here tonight. Amen. That's got fire in her soul. She's got fire in her praise. She's got fire in her singing. She's got fire in her worship. She's got fire in the pulpit. You know why? Because the original fire has returned to the church. It was not the fire of a man. It was the pillar of fire that has come to birth a bride to stand in the promises of God. Oh, when the word of God lit our souls, this word didn't come to light your flesh. It didn't come just to light your spirit. This word come to light the real you, which is a soul. And we become sons and daughters of God with the attributes, the genes of God in us to be sons and daughters of the Father. God in heaven, amen, crying, Abba, Father. Amen, see, then what is this expectation that has been birthed? The word expectation means a strong belief. Somebody say that with me, a strong belief. It's not a weak belief. It's the same faith that was in Abraham. Amen, that the longer it went to the time of the fulfillment of the promise, the more stronger he got. Expectation is a strong belief. Amen, that something will happen. Oh, it's a strong belief. Amen. That something will happen or be the case in the future. It is a belief. Amen. That someone will achieve something. Well, glory. Amen. When Brother Branham said there was going to be a bride, that was not the words of a man. That was the word of God. And there's somebody who's going to fulfill, amen, the words of expectation. Brother Branham said, if you come with a kind of a sarcastic criticism, whatever you expect to see, that's just what you'll see. If you come expecting to be disappointed that's the way you'll get what you expect amen but if you come to receive I don't know where you put your name but I put my name right there if you come to receive then you will be expecting to receive and you shall receive amen just what you expected to receive amen if you come to find fault you're going to find it if you come to find criticism you're going to find it but if you come to wash his feet you're going to find him if you come to be blessed he'll bless you if you come to be touched He'll touch you if you come to break out into another dimension and see the word made clear in your day. He'll lead you there. If you come to expect it, if you come expecting to receive it, you will receive it. God always does that. He's sworn to his word. Then what lit the expectation in our hearts when we heard, amen, the message? It was not a man. It was the spirit of God, amen, reminding you you were born for this age. You were born for this message. You were born for this anointing. You were born to live. Amen. Not in the lion or not in the ox or in the man. You was born to live under the eagle anointing. Amen. Then I ask you tonight as we are entering these meetings, what are you expecting to see? The prompt of God said brother, if you're coming for an intellectual speech, then that's what you're looking for and that's what you expect and that's what you'll get. 
But if you come to see the power and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost, it'll take the power of God out of heaven to do it. That's right. It depends on what you're looking for. Amen. What you are expecting. When I come to church, he said, I expect salvation. I expect holy people. I expect a cleaned up bunch from a life of sin. That's what you expect because that's what God requires. Amen. And if God requires it, he sent a prophet to reveal it. And there's a spirit here to fulfill it in the lives of his believing children. Amen. It amazes me when you begin to study through the message you'll find amen that the prophet of God is going to preach on the word expectation. Expectations. Amen. And expectancy about 18 times. You say well why why 18 times? Amen. I'll tell you because he was establishing amen a spiritual principle for the church amen that we get what we expect. Now I know many times when we come around a camp meeting time or we come around convention time or special meeting meeting time we enter into amen an element of expectation amen but I'll say it like this amen we should be living under spiritual expectation it should not be something that we visit in the winter and we visit in the summer and we visit around the time of the convention amen but on your darkest day you ought to still be expecting God in your lowest valley you ought to still be expecting God amen to move upon the situation I'll tell you what I come to do I come to kick that devil out of the house of God amen that is numb the church's expectation well brother Andrew so and so left a message so we ain't got a right to believe this and so and so said we ain't got a right to preach that I didn't come to talk about what so and so said I come to talk about what a prophet said and a prophet said all things are possible amen to God he said all things are possible to you amen to them that believe right here on a Wednesday night in the house of God I believe cancers can leave bodies I believe depression spirits can be rebuked I believe strongholds of addictions can be torn down by the power of the Holy Ghost. There is no limits on God. We shouldn't be just in an expectation because it's camp time. We ought to be in expectation every day of our lives. As a matter of fact, the prophet of God said, amen, the believers, the elected that's been called out of the world that are separated children of God in this great hour, we're living under this great expectation of the appearing of our lover, amen, the Lord Jesus at any time. Oh, glory, there is a bride who is living under the expectation of the appearance of her lover. He says another place, Christians, I want you to listen if I would stand here and try to quote to you of the supernatural things I've seen happen in the past three years I would be here this time next Saturday I don't even speak of it so much because it sounds like it's almost impossible but I tell you it's the truth it may sound impossible but a prophet was telling us it's the truth we are living under the leadership of the great mighty Jehovah the same one that was with the prophets in the Old Testament that was with church in the New Testament he's here today taking a bride out of the Gentiles, amen, for his name's sake. The same one that was with Moses is with the church. The same one that was with Paul is with the church. When Brother Branham began to teach this spiritual principle of expectation, he would take it from a Bible character by the name of Simeon in Luke the second chapter verse 26, it was revealed unto him, amen, by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death, amen, before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Brother Bram said, usually a person gets what you expect. Many people come to meetings and they go to church and say, well, I didn't see anything. I didn't expect to see anything in the first place. That's the reason you didn't see anything. 
I didn't expect to see anything in the first place. Well, that's why you didn't see anything. He said, you usually get what you expect. Amen. And if you come expecting to get help from God, God will meet your expectancy. Amen. If you come here tonight saying, I come for one sole purpose, and that is to contact Christ for my body or for my soul, you'll go home just as happy as you can be. Amen. For you will contact him. Amen. No matter what the opposition looks like, amen, Christ is the answer, and faith brings Christ in the church. Oh, Brother Branham said it like this. He said, look at Simeon. He was 80 years old, had white hair and white beard, yet the old man went around telling people he wasn't going to die until he seen the Lord's Christ. Brother Branham said, what a beautiful picture of faith, that faith knows no defeat. Are you hearing me? Faith knows no defeat. Faith is perfect. Amen. Faith brings things when there is no things to be brought. Faith brings things when there's no things to be brought. Amen. Come on. Amen. The prophet of God said it like this. He said, who was it up there on the mountain the other day when there was no substance to make squirrels? Amen. But a super anointing swept over me and said, speak and it shall be given unto you. There was no squirrel bones laying there. There was no squirrel DNA laying there. But it don't matter when the creator's on the scene. Amen. Because he can take nothing and make something out of it. And that prodigal may not even be in this building tonight. He may not even be in this country. She may not even be around. But there's a God who sits high and he looks low and he can move upon the face of the situation in a moment of time. He can bring things in a building when there's no things there to be brought. And I get a witness of anybody that's seen, amen, the supernatural. Anybody seen the manifestation of God? Yes, sir. Faith creates. I love this. Faith creates. Faith takes away doubt. Faith takes the negative and makes it positive. Kick that negative devil out of the house of God. Faith takes the negative and makes it positive. You want to you want a blessing? Quit thinking negative. You, you want a blessing in the house of God? Quit thinking all the time about all the negative. Amen. Well, brother Andrew, this could go wrong and that could go wrong. And this, Amen. When are you going to stop thinking about what could go wrong and start feeding upon what a prophet said will go right? Amen. Faith must have a resting place, right? A faith must have a foundation. And the foundation of our faith must be a revelation. Then we can expect the impossible. Oh, my. And I just be myself tonight. Look at somebody next to you and say, we can expect the impossible. Amen. Let's, let's make it more personal. Amen. Cloverdale Bible Way can expect the impossible. Amen. Young man, you can expect the impossible. Well, Brother Andrew, everything's gone wrong. I don't care about what's gone wrong. I know what's gone right and what's gone right is a message and that message has come amen to light a church on fire amen to believe in the impossible to believe that things can turn around faith is the foundation of our expectation let me let me let me put my voice on record and say our god is the god of impossibilities our god is the god of the impossibility amen for with god nothing shall be impossible amen mark 9 23 if thou canst believe how many believers have we got here then all things are possible to them that believe well brother andrew i don't know i don't know if it can change let me say this god's power is here to perform the impossible. 
God's power is not coming to perform the impossible. His power is here to perform the impossible. In order to do the impossible, you've got to call on God for power of God to perform the impossible. Are you ready for this? And if we be the Messiah's servants, then we have to have the Messiah's power. You've just been thinking you're a preacher. You've just been thinking you're a young girl who is trapped in the prisons of Laodicea and bound in the spirits of this last day age confusion. But I come to tell you, amen, you're more than a church member. You're more than a housewife. You're more than a father. You're more than a husband. Amen, you are a Messiah with the power of God. Amen, flowing in your veins. Come on, church. We don't have man's power. We don't have preacher's power. We've got the Messiah's power in the house of God tonight. Every mountain's got to move. Every tree has got to come up. Every Goliath has got to fall. The walls of Jericho has got to come down. We have not come here as a bunch of weak, beat down message believers. We are Messiahs with the power of the message flowing through our body. It's time to back the devil out. It's time to put him back in hell where he belongs. It's time to rise up and manifest the impossible in the age you're living in. We are Messiah's servants with Messiah's power. Boo devil. <laughs> Boo devil. We are, oh God, Brother Tom, we're going to be. We are right now. We are right now. Brother Ray, we are right now. Right here tonight in Cloverdale Bible Way. The same thing that was in the Messiah is in the Messiah tonight by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Well, Brother Andrew, I don't think it come possible because you've taken the wrong mental attitude. You've taken a negative attitude towards a positive promise. But let me tell you what a prophet said. You'll learn I'll say that a lot this week. You just take the right mental attitude towards any divine promise and watch it materialize. You take the right mental attitude towards any divine promise and watch it materialize. No matter how it looks, if it looks impossible, if God said so, he makes it possible. Amen. If Christ is your absolute, then you are tied to him. How it looks impossible for it to happen. But if something has happened to you, that Christ has become your absolute or any promise in the Bible becomes your absolute. If you are sick and you are praying for healing, are you ready for this? And something becomes to that it strikes that promise in the Bible it strikes that promise in the Bible and you say I've got it there is nothing going to wave you from it Oh God, when faith in your heart strikes the promise in God's word, then across your lips, amen, comes the spoken word. I've got it. Then that promise is going to materialize. I don't know about you, but I didn't come to Canada just to talk about promises. I come here this weekend, amen, to see Bible promises become materialized in the lives of Messiahs by the power of the Holy Ghost. We don't have to talk about the promises. We are the promises. We don't have to talk about a God that used to move that same God that used to move is moving here tonight by the infallible proof of his resurrection that promise is in the Bible and our expectation strikes that promise and something is quickened and we scream out I've got it I've got it well glory to God the devil don't want you to have it but it's too late you done got it the devil don't want you to believe it's for you but it's too late you done heard the revelation of the age you're living in and that revelation called your name and when a prophet said you've got a theophany something and you said I've got a theophany 
Come on, friends. Amen. I know we hear things in these tapes that sounds like something of a mythical mind of a man, like a city that's 1,500 square miles and a table. <laughs> I'm preaching everything right now, but it's coming. It's coming out, so I'm going to have to preach it. Amen. Amen. About a, about a city that's a pyramid-style city. I know they hear things about things are to be, and you say, that must be. Amen. The mind of a man. It was not the mind of a man. It was the mind of Christ who had come in the mind of a man and removed the mind of man element out of it and had taken possession of a son of man. Come on, friends. We're not sitting tonight at the feet of a God of history. The son of man is in the church tonight by his promises in his word. Amen. These expectations are not of man. These expectations are of God. That's why David said, my soul, amen, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. That word expectation means a ground of hope, things hoped for, the outcome. Let me let me speak to you tonight by the word. What, oh God, whatever you are in, you're coming out of. Whatever this church is in, you're coming out of. Whatever your family is in, you're coming out of. You say, preacher, you're trying to be Pentecostal. No, I'm being original Pentecost. I'm prophesying by the word. And the word said, any man who will wait upon God, amen, God will renew his strength. And he'll mount up his wings like an eagle. And he'll fly in the heavenlies. Friends, I'm just saying like this. We're not going down. We're going up. We're not staying in Laodicea. We're coming out of Laodicea. You might as well tell that devil, amen, to pack his bags. We didn't come here to stay. We're only pilgrims and sojourners. We're going to a city whose builder and maker is God. Our expectation has been lit by a message. My expectation is of him. Notice this. Amen. David's expectation was not of a man. It was of God. Amen. I'll tell you why it was of God. Because man's expectations will fail. Amen. But God's expectations will never fail. You realize in the book of Acts, the third chapter, there's a man there. By, we, we really don't know his name. We just know he's a lame man by the gate called Beautiful. Can I say it like this? An ugly situation in a beautiful place. Amen, amen. An ugly situation in a beautiful place. He was a crippled man. He had been stricken by the powers of Satan. Now watch this. He's sitting there by the gate called Beautiful. You know what he's got, Brother Tom? He's got man's expectations. Because when Peter and John walked by, he said, give of me alms. Amen. He was only wanting enough to get through temporarily. Amen. And man's expectations will only take you so far. Amen. He was only wanting enough just to get through the next battle just to get through Laodicea. Amen. Give me just enough to hold on to get through camp. Amen. But there were two Holy Ghost filled preachers. Amen. That were not there. Amen. To fulfill the expectations of a man. They were there to give him something that would take him beyond the expectations of just enough money to survive for the week. And they looked at him and they said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. Amen. Give I thee. And the Bible says immediately. Amen. The man received strength in his body and stood up on his feet. You know what that man went from being he went from being a paralyzed man to being a church disturber he went from being a paralyzed man to being a church disturber you know what the Bible said when he got up the first place he went was church and he ran in there and they looked at him and said is not this the man that has been sitting out there by the gates amen but what happened was amen the impossible become possible in the presence of the supernatural I'll tell you what friends I don't think we got to live crippled in Laodicea I don't think we got to sit by this message and beg for enough power to believe for healing I don't believe we got to beg for enough power to believe for rapture I 
believe God has sent a message to bust the limitations off of the church and to put a fire in her to believe the promises of God. Oh, I'll say it like this. Amen. There are intellectual expectations and then there are spiritual expectations and intellectual expectations will only take you so far. But spiritual expectations will take you in every word promise that God has made. If you abide in me and my word in you, ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Amen. Sometimes when God performs, when God performs, amen, not when man performs, when God performs something and does something that we ask for, it comes in an unexpected way, in an unexpected place, at an unexpected time. See, now notice this. You must believe it. You must accept it and then don't take back on it. Hold on to it. Lay hold of it and say, this is it. God said it. That settles it. If God said so, that's finished. No matter how long. Listen, there might not have been one molecule that come into existence when he said, let there be. Amen for a world. But he is eternal. And after a while, become molecules and atoms and it come up because he said it would be that way. See, then what is that showing us? That the thoughts of God and the ways of God are higher than our thoughts. They're higher than our ways. Amen. The Bible says my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts, saith the Lord. You know what that word thoughts means? It means device, plan, purpose, or invention. So the prophet of God said, Sumerian church age, just as the early church started out under the pure ministry of the Holy Spirit with signs and wonders, manifestations such as prophecy, tongues, interpretation, wisdom, knowledge, healing. In the days of Israel, he said when they left Egypt, they were under the leadership of the Spirit of God manifesting in gifts. Listen, God was the leader of the people. God was the leader of the people. Actually, he was their king. I love this terminology, Brother Tim. He was their father king. He was their king. He was their father king. He took care of Israel like a man cares for his family. He busied himself over them. Notice, they were the only nation to which he was truly God. But one day they got to looking around and they saw the Philistines and other nations with kings and it caught their eyes and they decided that they ought to humanize their leadership so they wanted a king. Let me say this. If you want to kill a church, put a human leadership in the place of the message. Well, I might as well preach that. Now, you want to kill a ministry, start following what Dr. Dobson has said and checking what Brother Bram said by some scholar somewhere, and you'll kill the influence of the Holy Ghost. They had the best leadership they could have, brother. Amen. It was the leadership of God. Now, watch this. Now, God was going to humanize the leadership himself in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. But they got ahead of him because Satan knew the plan of God. So we put it in their hearts. Amen. Of the people to get ahead of God, to get ahead of the word. Then the word was the leadership to the church that would take them in the places God had given them for an inheritance. Amen. I think it's amazing that Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 19, quench not the spirit. Now people will read that quote, amen, to talk about music or to talk about shouting. Amen. I'll say it the way the Bible says. It says quench not the spirit. Quench. That word quench means a fire or things its own fire quench not the spirit quench not the fire and quench not the things its own fire amen to be quenched to go out to suppress to stifle watch this amen to suppress divine influence so Paul here is saying quench not the leadership of the Holy Ghost in the lives of the believers amen quench not the divine influence now I've got to say it like this whatever is influencing you is leading you 
Hello, somebody. Whatever is influencing you is leading you. The prophet said all things are possible to them that believe. If you can believe it. Now watch this. Whatever God will lead your soul to believe, that is yours. Amen. Notice this. Whatever God will lead your soul to believe, that is yours. Not what a man will lead your soul to believe. Amen. But what God will lead your soul to believe. Every place the soles of your feet. Amen. Set upon. I have given you that as an inheritance. Amen. The Bible says it for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. They're not led by some other fanatic or some organization or something other. They're led by the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit was given to the church to be the overseer, the tutor that was to raise the children of God. Not our bishops and cardinals, but the Holy Ghost. Then the prophet turns the church's expectation and says the reason you're setting powerless is your expectation is of the bishop. The reason you're setting powerless is your expectation is of the cardinal. But I have not come to introduce the bishop, but my mission to the earth is to forerun the coming word which will light your souls to believe if God said it, it's still anointed and germatized with the power inside of it to bring forth. Glory to God. I feel like walking on water right now. There's a charge in here tonight, friends. There's a power in here. It's time to spread your wings. It's time to break out in the dimension of faith and believe these things are more than just quotes and quote books and pictures on a wall. This is human and lies. Leadership in the form of a message in the power of the resurrected Jesus to lead your soul to believe that some morning in between six and nine, your sails are going to be rearranged. Some morning, you're going to see your loved ones appear. That's not a mythical mind of a man. That's a reality. Brother Branham didn't make that up. He took you through the Bible and showed you, amen, that just because they went down didn't mean they were dead. Turns her expectation from a cardinal to bishop and says, I'm expecting the Holy Ghost. Well, I put my voice with a prophet. Brother Curtis and I say, I'm expecting the Holy Ghost. I'm expecting the Holy Ghost to come down and set the church in order that'll go to meet him, that'll be filled with the power. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm expecting that. Someone said to me, Brother Branham, aren't you afraid you'd make some mistake up there? Amen on that discernment. No, sir. No, sir. You know why? Because he told me he would stand by me. I'm expecting him to do it. Are you scared it's going to fail? No, sir. Brother Andrew, are you afraid as a 25-year-old man to challenge devils on the basis of this message? No, sir. Because I heard a prophet say that the angel of the Lord accompanies the message always. Then if I'll say what a prophet said, the angel of the Lord will come in the church of God and will back up what he said. I'm not afraid. I'm expecting him. He said it would be that way. I Are you ready for this? I'm expecting him to keep his word that's been revealed by the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. I'm expecting him to keep his word, the word that's been revealed by the Holy Spirit. Now, Brother Andrew, you're preaching pretty strong about expectation. Do you really believe we should, we should let our expectations go? I sure do. Here's why. Because if the Holy Spirit has promised you something and you've been expecting it, it's up to the Holy Spirit then to see that you're led to it. 
I'm not nervous. I'm resting in the power of the Holy Ghost. I didn't make the promise. Brother Mike, I don't have to fulfill the promise. Amen. God made the promise. Come on, church. Amen. It's not a man taking your hand tonight. It's an unseen hand that is coming in the church. Amen. Will you let the power of God take you? And will you let the Holy Ghost lead you to the fulfillment of the promise? He made the promise. Young man, he's big enough to back it up. If he said he would give you the Holy Ghost, then the Holy Ghost is going to give you, is going to lead you to the fountain that has been opened in the house of David for the cleanliness of unliving. Glory to God. Come on, friends. I tell you what, we got his hand and he's got our hand and I'm not worried. I'm not nervous. I'm being led by the unseen hand. He's leading me to the fulfillment of what he said I could have. Will somebody worship him for it? Worship him up in the balcony. Worship him down here. We got a right to worship God. We've got a right to expect that God is still bigger and greater and he's able to lead us. Come on, friends. God don't lead your soul to third pull power and tell you you can't have it. God don't lead your soul to revelation and say you can't have it. God is not God is not a trickster. He don't lead you there to see it, Brother Tom, and say you can't have it. If he leads you to it, he gives you the faith to go in it. Oh, glory to God. I feel like preaching there for a second. If he leads you to it, he gives you the faith to go in it. If he led your soul to believe that the Son of Man has been revealed, he will give you the power to go into the Son of Man dispensation. If he leads you to believe the seventh seal is open, he will give you the power to go into where the power lays. Whatever God will lead your soul to believe, that is yours. Brother Bram said like this, how many is expecting a revival? How many is expecting a revival? All right. Now maybe this is the time he's led you to it. Well, glory. He's led you to the revival. Amen. If there's a revival in the making, he will bring you right in. How many is expecting healing? You're right here at the fountain. God have mercy. Brother Michael, we're right here at the fountain. Brother Tom, we're not a million miles away from it. Amen. But God has come down in this age by the power of the Holy Ghost to lead the church to the fulfillment of the promises he made in his word. Now I'll say it like this. Many times we find that people's expectations of God are actually limitations on God. They're actually saying they're expecting God, but then they say it like this. This is the way it'll be. So they're expecting God to give them a revival, but this is the way the revival will come. They're expecting God to send the Messiah. Brother, this is the way the Messiah will come. And the Father God said, the way they want it, the way they thought was best. The way they want it is the way they think it's best. So the way they want to receive the Holy Ghost is the way they think it's best. And the best way they've come up with is, is just say you're a Christian and say you believe and you receive the Holy Ghost. Can I take some liberty? Amen. Amen. Now they say, amen, if you want to get rid of uh, bad habits or strongholds, you just need to go see a psychologist. I refute that devil in the name of Jesus Christ. When did we replace the power of the Holy Ghost with some educated psychologist? You told me to take my liberty. Can I preach? i tell you what we need. We don't need a psychologist in the house of God. We need a soul-shaking St. Paul's revival and the Bible Holy Ghost back in the church. It'll take a drunk and make a preacher out of him. It'll take a fornicator and make a clean living man. Is there anybody here tonight that still believes the Holy Ghost can transform a young man, can transform a young lady? If we don't believe the Holy Ghost can transform lives, let's not even go to the camp. But if we believe he can do it, let's 
put our walking shoes on and let's march in the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's clear out the channels and let the power of God come in the church and change our young people. You're looking at one preacher that still believes the Holy Ghost can change things. Well, Brother Andrew, we got to get the young people over pornography addictions. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to put passcodes on cell phones. They'll go around your passcode faster than you put it on. <laughs> well, hello, somebody. Well, Brother Andrew, let's, let's, ju- let's just reform. We are not of a reformer. <laughs> we're not following a reformation. We're following a word prophet with the power to change the lives. Well, Brother Andrew, I think this is the way we need it. Let's say what a prophet said. He said, he knows your needs, and he knows how to bring it to you. I seen a lady one time. She said, I'll tell you what. I want to move a God in my life. I said, well, sis, are you willing to do what it takes to get it? She said, I sure am, as long as I don't have to shout, and I don't have to dance, and I don't have to rejoice. I'll receive a move of God. I said, oh, mercy. (laughs) You just give permission for God to give you a move of God. Amen. He's liable to blow the brakes off. Sorry, that's a southern boy expression. The power of God coming that meeting, Brother Tim, and I saw her sitting there. She's just holding herself. She, she was just trying to hold back. All of a sudden, next thing, the power of God got a hold of her. She began to rejoice and scream. She said, Brother Andrew, for the first time tonight, I realized that there's more outside of formality. I said, you're exactly right. Amen, because this ain't a formal message. It's come to a formal church. This is a book of Acts message that has come to another book of Acts church to light the church on fire. Come on, friends. The book of Acts didn't bring psychologists in the pulpit to change witch doctors they preach the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and he come in the church and he stripped them of the demon powers and empowered their lives with his ability he knows our needs he knows how to bring it yes sir you know we're guilty of the same thing we're guilty of asking God for things and then we walk around and if he don't just pour something on us and give us something we think we ought to have then we hand it back What a prophet said. He said, don't do that. Just ask him. Don't refuse him. He come in the scriptural form. He come exactly according to the scriptural plan. (laughs) Glory to God. So in other words, Jesus is very scriptural. He was the word, right? He had not to write anything. He was the living word. Then the prophet of God said, Have the peace, have you the peace in your heart and the assurance, a scriptural assurance as the people I've talked about. When you met God, you had a scriptural experience. A scriptural Jesus will come by a scriptural form through a scriptural plan to give the church a scriptural experience which will produce a scriptural assurance. This is not the mind of a man. This is the mind of God. Now now you say, Brother Andrew, then what are you saying we need? I'm saying what we need is a refreshing. We need a renewing. The Bible said where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Amen. Now, I can ask you tonight what you think the church needs. And I can ask these fine men of God what they think the church needs. And you can ask me what I think the church needs. But instead, let's ask a prophet what he thinks the church needs. If anything the church needs tonight, and what we're trying to do is bring a fresh vision from the presence of God to let the people see that God still lives 
and reigns and is moving with his church and he will until Jesus comes to receive it. When God sends a vision, there is no man can put an expiration date upon the vision that God sends to his children. Brother Bram said, I'm so glad for a fresh experience of knowing the reality of his promise. Yes, sir, I want to get up here and say something as I feel led to say it that I think would be a help to you, something that would further your experience with God. If you are a Christian and if you're not a Christian, you would be so ashamed of yourself that you will become a Christian then how are we Christians we are children of God by an experience do you realize why people have left this message it's because it never was an experience it was a religious education it was a better understanding of what they formerly believed but let me say this this message is not a better understanding this message is the perfect understanding This message is not a better idea about the Bible. It's the only idea there is about. Well, Brother Andrew, are you you saying now that these things are possible? Yes, sir. Because now we have the divine interpretation, perfect interpretation by divine vindication. Now we are the sons of God. Brother Andrew said now we're in the Holy Ghost age. Now we are the sons of God. Now we are seated together in heavenly places. And we will be. We are now. Not we will be. We are this afternoon. Right here now we are the sons and daughters of God. Do you realize many people today claim that they are the children of God but in reality they're grandchildren because the prophet said until you've had an experience of the new birth you're a grandchild but when you receive an experience of the new birth it moves you from being a grandchild to being a child. Let me say it like this amen many things can I I have a few more minutes many things in our natural lives they have to be renewed. You realize that materialistic things your insurance policy on your car has to be renewed your driver's license or operator's license has to be renewed amen amen, different contracts have to be renewed let me say this we are not here this weekend looking to renew our church experience we are here to renew our experience with Christ if we're going to make it out of Laodicea it's going to take more than a church experience it's going to take an experience with a pillar of fire amen well brother Andrew I tell you what I've had a bad church experience and there's many people sitting around not serving God because they had a bad church experience well somebody let them down and somebody disappointed them and something was made up to be something more than what it really was and you know what they're sitting tonight amen spiritually handicapped amen by a bad church experience but let me let me back that devil up in the corner tonight and tell you there are many people who have had bad church experiences but there's never been one person who's had a bad experience with Christ there's not one person in the history of the world and if they say they have I'll tell you what they are they're a liar because Christ is the truth well, people say, oh, mercy, I'm here, so I might as well preach that. Now, they say, well, brother, we're, brother Andrew, I think we're getting people the message and not to Christ. What a, what a lie. Come on now. Well, brother Andrew, we're getting the people the message and not Christ. You know what that is? That is a misinterpreted quote. 
that people have used to devalue the power of this message and make it some puffed up mind to Brother Branham. This is more than the mind of a man. We've received the word of truth that is effectually birthed in expectation in the lives of believers. Brother Branham said like this. Let me just take a moment and read the quote they misinterpreted. More and more I'm made to believe the people are not getting to Christ. I look across the nation. I watch people. I believe that the enemy has thrown this hindrance because the reason they're not getting to Christ is he is not the object they have been pointed to. They have been pointed to a dogma, to a doctrine, to a party, to an experience or a sensation or something instead of being pointed to Christ the word. Another place, their action and their life that they live without Christ proves in their own life is vindicated by the very thing that they've been pointed to. So Brother Bram said like this, he said in the rising of the sun, now the very essence of the message that was sent, he is risen from the dead. I'm afraid today, many of us are not getting people to Christ, we're getting them to a church and to a theory, but we must get them to Christ. Well, Brother Andrew, that fits the message, don't it? We're getting to the message and not Christ. Well, the prophet of God said, the message is Christ. The message is Christ. He is the word. And we are to get into it. Brother Tom, I caught this today about shouting my hotel room down. We are to get into it and get beneath it. We're not to get above the message. We're to get beneath the message. We're not to get above the power of the Holy Ghost. We're to get beneath the power of the Holy Ghost. That's what we're supposed to do. Why? Because a true word experience is in the land today. When I think of words like renew and refresh and revive and refill and refuel and recover and rededicate, you realize what R-E, it is a prefix on all of those words. When you see refuel, renew, Revive, rededicate, it is a prefix, which the prefix RE occurring originally in the loan words from Latin is used with the meaning again. Help me, Jesus. Again or again and again. It is used to indicate repetition. That in other words, if he did it before, he'll do it again. <laughs> If he filled before, he'll fill again. If he revived before, he'll revive again. If he filled you with dynamics before, he'll fill you with them again. Will thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? Well, Brother Andrew, I think you're a little Pentecostal. Well, let me just give you something to work with, okay? I am. I'm original Pentecostal. I believe it's time for the believers in this message to rejoice in the message. I think if there's ever been a time to rejoice in what God has done in the generation that he is living in, we're living in, I think right now is the time to rejoice. I think right now is the time for a rededication. I'm not talking about a celebration. I'm talking about a dedication, which is a feeling of the dynamics. Come on, Cloverdale Bible Way. You're not just a church on the corner of the street. You are the temple of the dynamics of the Holy Ghost on display. Glory to God. It's time to step into it, church. It's time to manifest it. It's time to let God come in the church and renew our vision and renew our experience and renew our families and renew our ministries and renew our musicians, renew our singers, renew our preachers. I'm not talking about something worked up. I'm talking about something heaven sent. Hallelujah. I'm talking about God coming in the church and changing the situation. 
the Bible says if any two or three agree is touching any one thing upon the earth, it shall be done in heaven. I agree this weekend we're going to have a renewing. I agree, Brother Marco, we're going to have a refilling. I agree, we're going to have a rededication. I agree, Brother Tim, we're going to have another Acts 2, Acts 4, upper room experience where sons and daughters of God are birthed and their souls are lit by the message of the hour. Well, somebody give him some praise. You might as well, you might as well bless his name. It's your season. It's your time. It's your age. It's your message. It's your anointing. It's the dynamics. Come unto the mechanics to change that negativity to positivity. Yes, sir. Amen. The Bible says it like this. I got to hurry. My timer's preaching faster than I can. What time is it? The times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Brother said what we need is a refreshing, a baptism of the Holy Spirit back in the church. Not a celebration, but a feeling. It's a scriptural promise. Are you ready for this? It's a scriptural promise. This is where I want to labor and I'm closing. Whatever God did before, he will do it again. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. <laughs> nothing can be put to it and nothing taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before him. <laughs> I just caught that. This message is the doing of God. And any man that would change the doing of God ought to fear before our God. He that which is now is that which has been already. Amen. And God requireth that which is past. Are you ready for this? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is a scriptural key that God never changes. Amen. Then Pentecost is the standard and God has not changed the pattern. What God did at Pentecost, he has to keep on doing until the church age is closed. Pentecost is an experience. Anybody say, Lord, renew my Pentecostal experience. Renew my experience, Lord. I've got a little cold. I've got a little dry. I've got a little bit stale. I need a renewing. I need a refreshing. I need a refueling. Come on, Cloverdale. Amen. It's here tonight. Amen. God has already sent it. Is there anybody that will receive it? He's already sent the refilling. He's already sent the renewing. He's already sent the rededication. Is there anybody that will receive it? I receive it. I receive the renewing. I receive it for my family. I receive it for my wife. I receive it for my husband. I receive it for my children. It's not coming. It's here in the building tonight. Oh, the Bible says that we need to renew a right spirit. They shall renew their strength. They shall be transformed by the renewing of their mind. The inward man shall be renewed. Our knowledge shall be renewed. Amen. What is it? It is a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. It's a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Cloverdale welcomes the Holy Ghost. We welcome the God who can change the garden from a garden of chaos. Come on, church. I know you've been going through things, but I didn't come to talk about what you've been going through because that's only a device and a trick of the devil to dull the expectations of this church. 
and I resent that devil and I show him the exit sign in the name of Jesus Christ Satan you're not welcome in this church you're not welcome on this platform your nervous spirits your spirits of division and destruction is not welcome in the house of God but we welcome the Holy Ghost in the church Oh, I know what the devil does. He throws and throws and throws things at you. And everything he throws is only to dull your expectation. But is there anybody here tonight that feels that spirit of Caleb? Caleb was 80 years old. He should have been weaker at the time of fulfillment of promise than he was when it began. But the Bible says, he said, I'm stronger today. I'm stronger today than I was when God made the promise. Oh, God. Is there any Caleb's here? Is there any Caleb's here? You know what Caleb is a type of? Amen. Caleb is a type of the end time bride. And Joshua is a type of the seventh angel that will come to lead the bride. Make him welcome. He's here to renew. He's here to refuel. Mr. Joanne, he's here to do it. He's God enough to do it. Come on, friends. I got to quit, but I got to say this. Do you believe it can happen? Can I get a witness over here? Can I get a witness up here? Can I get a witness in the balcony? Do you believe it can happen? Do you realize what's happening right now in this building? The supernatural is rotating in this building. The pillar of fire is whirling in this building. The spirit of the living God is falling upon the church of God. What do I need to do? Give vent to the pulsation that you feel on the inside of you. It's in the message. You know what it's called? It's called one word. It's called yes. It's called one word. It's called yes. The prophet of God said the word yes will come into a meeting and he said it'll begin to rotate. And he said it's rotating looking for a channel to pick it up. He said that when a channel picks it up, he said they're hearing the word like this. I am the Lord that heals all that diseases and that soul screams out yes. Amen. They say I am the Lord that is the God of salvation and that soul screams out yes. Well glory to God. I feel the power of yes circling through this building tonight he's looking for a voice he's looking for somebody can Cloverdale have a revival can the Holy Ghost fall this weekend yes can the spirit of God move yes yes amen one yes comes to another yes and before long the power of yes takes over the building and we break out into a dimension where all things are possible let our musicians come tonight we welcome the revival we welcome the renewing. We welcome the refreshing. We welcome the refueling. We welcome the dynamics. We're taking the limits off of God. Taking the limits off of God. This is your church. This is your house, Lord. We are your people. You're God's young people. Oh God. Amen, buddy. I could preach another two hours, that guy right there. There's a yes in that heart. There's a refilling. Right here tonight. Let me let me say it like this. You're not following the mind of a man. It's limited. It's the actual experience let me say it like this people can look at the prophecy 
Let me back up. They can read the prophecy. They can look at the prophecy and miss the fulfillment. All the way back in Joel that said, I will pour out my spirit. Jesus come in Luke 24 and said, tear ye in the city of Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. Jesus come in Acts 1.8 and said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Acts 2 and 1, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. I'm looking for that. <laughs> it, it, I don't, let, me, let me say it like this. I'm not looking for it. I'm hearing it right now. It's here in this building. If you had ears tuned into that dimension, you would be hearing the supernatural blowing across this. I'm, on, I'm not a crazy man. I'm following a message that's lit my expectations in the supernatural. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. Do you realize the same people that heard Joel say it, that heard Jesus say it in Acts 1 and Luke 24, are the same people that come and said, what meaneth this? The prophet of God said, and then other tracks was on the mountain on the day of Pentecost when all of them was up in a religious feast. And all of a sudden, like a beehive, <laughs> they broke out of the top of the building, not into the street, or out into the streets, just screaming and carrying on. What is this? What meaneth this? The religious people, after crucifying the Prince of Life, still didn't see the promise of the Holy Spirit. He says, and oh my, it's the same today. Well, bypass the law of this, he says, the same, God have mercy, the same thing is taking place today. The question is asked, what's all this racket? But he said, here it is, where the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together because there's something in the carcass that's lighting the eagles. There's something, Brother Ken, in the carcass that's birth and expectation. The eagle. Come on, friends. I'm not feeding on the food that's causing me to prepare for tribulation. I'm feeding on the word that said there'll be not hide nor hair or anything left of you on the morning of the rapture. Well, Brother Andrew, I'm a, I'm a true eagle, but I don't understand. Well, the prophet said if you're a true eagle, he will understand the message of the hour. And Brother Bram said like this, what we need is ministers. To preach the gospel and bring the church back to Pentecost again. Bring it, oh God, bring it back to eagle experience again. You don't want to be chickens, you're eagles. What is the message of the hour? It's the word that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. It's the vindication, his presence is camped out in the church. Heard Brother Bram say today, he said, the message of the hour is the thoughts of Jehovah from before the foundation of the world expressed. <laughs> if that don't make you want to shout, I don't know what will. This message come to light our expectations. Will there be anybody here tonight would agree with me and say this is the last day the devil will stifle the fire in the church of God? This is the last day the devil, this is the last night the devil will pull out a wet blanket. This is the last night the devil will pull out a fire extinguisher. We're not backing off of this fire. This fire is what's going to take us out of this world. Brother Branham said some morning Pentecostal fire will rapture her out of here. It's the fire of God. It's come to light our expectations. Let's, let's buy our hearts together tonight.
Let's bow our heads together tonight. This is not the puffed up mythical mind of a seventh grade Kentucky man that was raised in the hills of Kentucky. And no, this is the fire of God. This is the word that is coming to the church to light the expectations of the church once again. I heard Brother Bram said like this one time. He said, he said, my gift that God has given me is to wake up that super sense in the church. To awaken a sense-bound people to the supernatural of God. Friends, we're surrounded by churches. Churches on every corner, every taste of church, every, every idea about God. Every, you can find it anywhere. But God sent a message in this age that would hunt out honest hearts, that would find eagles. You see, you didn't draw yourself to the attraction. There was something in the attraction that was already in you. When the word that was in your father saw the word that was in you, it was drawn together. I don't know maybe if you've been following this message for a long time or a short time. Maybe, maybe you're sitting here tonight and there's people sitting around you. There's eagles spreading their wings and rejoicing in the presence of God. And maybe you can't quite rejoice because the devil's plagued your mind with a confusion about the message. Maybe you're sitting here questioning, really, Brother Andrew, really, is this all that we talk about it is? Is this, is this really scriptural fulfillment? Is this... Is this really God coming in the church? Is this, is this really dynamics coming to the mechanics? Is this, this sounds too far-fetched. I mean, you're talking about a glorified body and a theophany. These things seem too far. Oh, friends, I put my voice with the voice of a prophet once again. And I say, this is not the mind of a man. It's the mind of Christ. Well, there be one here tonight could say, Lord, light my fire. Light my soul. I don't want to just go into this camp meeting this weekend just looking for another gathering. I'm not going just to see who shows up and who don't. And, well, Brother Andrew, I, I don't think this ought to be happening. I don't think that ought to be happening. Just go ahead right now and get rid of that critical spirit. Brother Andrew, I don't think they ought to be doing this. Just go ahead right now and get rid of that critical spirit. Well, Brother Andrew, I think this ought to be done. I think this ought to be done. If this ain't done, I'll be disappointed. Well, I'm going to tell you, you'll be disappointed because if that's what you're expecting. But is there anybody tonight would say, I'm expecting the power of God to move in this weekend? I'm expecting God. To, I'm expecting fire to come on the altar. I'm expecting to see the winds of change blow across the lives of our young people. I'm expecting to see the power of the Holy Ghost rain down in this authority and Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are you ready to get rid of those chains of condemnation? Yes. Are you ready to throw away the past? Yes. Are you ready? I heard the prophet say it like this. He said, I'm looking for a church that's going to break out in that dimension where all these things have been taken from the church, but they'll be restored to the church by the power of the Holy Ghost. Are you that church tonight that's ready to break out in that dimension with God? Go in that soundproof room where the devil's voice has no authority over your life. As we pray tonight, join together in expectation.
Let's join together in unity and faith believing tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, Lord, all across this building tonight, dear God, are your believers, Lord. Father, they've not come here to be seen. They've not come here to be heard, Lord. We've not come here to stand just behind this pulpit and, Lord, just deliver some scriptures and quotes and things that we've seen. But, Lord, we've come here this weekend for the promises of God to materialize. Lord, I think long the church has been sitting back talking about the promises, reading about the promises. Lord, I believe we're living in the hour when the promises are being materialized. Amen. Right before our very eyes, Lord. Lord, there's more than some 600 promises promises that you've placed in your word and Lord I know the devil's done everything he can over the last few years amen to dull the vision of the church to dull the expectation of the bride and Lord things of questions and things of confusions has been lifted up before the people in different areas and websites have been raised up and every one of them dear God have, have been used Lord of the hand of the devil to try to dull the expectation of these believers in the message that God has sent in the age they're living in but Lord I'm glad tonight to put my shoulder beside theirs and say there is a bride here in Cloverdale Bible way tonight who is not weaker Lord but she's stronger today than she's ever been before she's still believing still praying still fasting still seeking the face of God Lord I pray tonight God that as the believers begin to unite themselves together Lord we join our faith together right now and we bind the hand of Satan we bind the hand of depression we bind the hand of nervousness we bind the demon of depression that is coming into the church in these last few years through COVID and has tried to depress the church and tried to separate the church we bind the hand of that devil tonight in the name of Jesus Christ and we call for a refreshing of the spirit of fellowship we call for a refueling of the love of God between the brethren Lord and the sister of God oh father I'm asking you tonight Lord as we enter these meetings this weekend may you come and be the preeminent one among us Lord may we lay aside every negative thought may we lay aside every disappointment Lord and may we stand as mighty Gentile soldiers and tell that devil Satan in the name of Jesus Christ take your hands off of God's property this is our revival this is our message this is our day in the sun this is our season this is our anointing this is our bridegroom and we're living under the expectation of the moments in his presence hallelujah that'll change our lives forever one moment in your presence Lord will take a cold young person and set them on fire one moment in your presence Lord will take a young lady that's bound by the chains of Hollywood fashions and will break those chains off of her life and will open her eyes to the promises of the word concerning a daughter of God one moment in your presence Lord will remove the eyes of confusion and will enlighten the eyes of our understanding to see who is the hope of our calling which is the Lord Jesus Christ Father I pray tonight Lord that your spirit would begin to move even here tonight Lord may you begin to move and hold May you begin to move in families, Lord. Father, we're believing you, Lord. We're expecting you, Lord. Father, I put my voice tonight with the voice of the believers. And I say, Lord, we have no limitations on this weekend. We have no limitations, Lord. Whatever you want to do, do it again, Lord. Lord, if you've done it 10 times before, do it 11, Lord. Lord, if you... Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're inviting you tonight, Lord. We're inviting you. Cloverdale Bible Way is inviting you to do it again, Lord. We're not building a platform for Andrew Glover. We're not building a platform for any preacher, Lord. We're building a platform for you, the God of creation, to step upon and perform the wonders of your word.
Come, Father. Hallelujah. Be the, Lord, be the bright and shining star of the weekend. We invite you, Lord. We submit ourselves to you, Lord. Lord, we ask you, Father, help us right now, Lord, to lay aside our thoughts and accept your thoughts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help us tonight, Lord, to lay aside and say, I'm not excited. I've been trying to say it's going to happen like this and going to happen like that. But tonight, Lord, I say, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Do what you want to do, Lord. Move as long as you want to move, Lord. We're taking the limits off, Lord. We need a refreshing. We need a renewing. We need a refueling. We need a refiring, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I want you to just close your eyes right now. Just slip your hands up to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Oh, he's birthing right now. He's birthing right now all across this congregation. He's, he's birthing expectations by a message. People have been hearing these quotes and hearing these things for years, but right now, right now he's birthing. Right now he's lighting souls. That word birth means the beginning or the coming into existence of something. Right now, expectations are coming into existence. Hallelujah. Right now, stifled desires of long ago are becoming unquenched right now. The Spirit is leading souls. Hallelujah. Oh, as you're worshiping right now, this is the first night of the week of the meetings this weekend. Let me just say this. You ain't got to wait till Friday night. You ain't got to wait till Saturday night. You ain't got to wait till Sunday morning. Just a few months ago, we had a tent meeting in our church. And on the first night of that tent meeting, there was a lady sitting there who had been battling fear from a car wreck for 20 years. Her life had been plagued with the spirit of fear. But while I was preaching the word on the first night of that meeting, the spirit of God led her soul to believe that she didn't have to live with that fear any longer. And that fear fell off of her life right there. Friends, he's still God. If he done it then, he can do it right here. He's not just limited to Virginia. He's God right here in British Columbia. He's God right here in this building tonight. Hallelujah. Lady sitting in that meeting suffering with back pain. First night of the meeting, she sat at a restaurant and said this to her family. She said, we get what we expect, and I'm expecting God to heal me. She come in that meeting and been to doctors and, and clinics and all kinds of medication and just a few moments in the dynamic presence of God. That back pain left her body, and she was healed by the power of God. Friends, this is the Word of God in action. This is the dynamics of the revival. This is the refreshing. God fulfilling His Word. Let's worship Him right now. Let's worship Him right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, friends, I believe prodigals are coming home. I believe wayward children are coming home. I, I believe broken families are being put back together. I know the thing, I know the, I know the, the forecast, the conditions maybe has dulled your vision and has caused you maybe to believe it can't happen, but I rebuke that devil right now. All things are possible. That's right, sis. Go ahead and believe it right there. All things are possible. Wherever you are, in the balcony, in your home, listening by the way of the internet, wherever you are, all things are possible right now. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you tonight, Lord.
in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Brother Tom, if you'll come. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 That's it right now. Just break out in that realm. Just break out in that dimension right now. Break out in that unlimited revival. Break out in the presence of God right now. March the walls of Jericho down. Pray that Goliath down tonight. It's not emotion. It's not sensation. It's the spirit of the living God. The waters are troubled. The waters are troubled tonight. It's a certain season. It's a certain time. It's an anointing. It's a refreshing from the presence of God. It's a renewing of the vision. It's the manifestation of the Son of Man. It's Christ revealing himself in human flesh. Hallelujah. Father, we exalt you tonight, dear God. We exalt you. House of hell, give way to the name of Jesus Christ. You've held back long enough. You've bound long enough. We exalt the name of Jesus as above every sickness. The name of Jesus is above every church trouble. The name of Jesus is above every misunderstanding. The name of Jesus is above every demon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you tonight, Lord Jesus. We receive the word in our hearts tonight, Lord. We're going to begin to water the word with praise tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just go ahead, Mary, and begin to bless him right now. Just begin to bless him right now. Just begin to bless him right now. Well, I don't feel no change. Go ahead and bless his name anyhow. Well, I don't feel like I've received anything. Go ahead and bless his name anyhow. It's not based upon feelings. It's not based upon emotions. It's not based upon sensations. The Holy Spirit is here tonight. Simeon, the Holy Spirit has come to you. He's leading you. He's leading your soul to believe the words you're hearing. He's leading you to believe that this is your hour. He's leading you to believe that this is your revival. Cloverdale Bible Way, he's leading you to believe that God is still in the midst of the fire. He's still delivering. He's still revealing himself. He's still going in colleges and saving sinners. He's still going in families and restoring broken homes, renewing their experience by Christ. He's leading your soul to believe right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, friends, if anyone needs prayer tonight, I know it's the first night, but God is moving right now. I wouldn't let, I wouldn't let the devil put no limitations on my expectation right now. I would break out in that dimension right now. I would receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Brother Tom, if you'll come this evening. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 We can worship him. Just give him a moment. Just say yes. Can you say yes this evening? Yes. Lord God, deliver me tonight. Meet my expectation. Let the word of God find good ground within your soul tonight. I'll say yes, Lord, yes to your will, to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes to you. 
said one marvelous statement brother Andrew was referring to he said don't you feel that pulsation of faith he said why don't you just lift up your hand at that time he said now can't you see God moving and the Holy Spirit took over him and said this is not William Branham this is the Lord God that created the heaven and the earth I am using brother Branham's lips I got to believe that that was God speaking to us this evening and if you've got anything that you need to make right tonight, why wait for tomorrow? Why not just say, yes, Lord? My hard feelings, my bitterness, whatever it would be, why don't you just let it go and let God have his way? We don't are promised tomorrow. We're right now, right here. Why wait? Why don't you just say, yes, oh God, break every fetter in my life every chain that would keep me bound. Loose me, Lord Jesus, that I might have the joy of my salvation, that God could have his way in my life and I could have the joy of the Lord in my soul once again. This is in this presence right now. And you just want to throw up your hands and just say, Lord, I'm not, I will not be denied. I will not be denied. Satan has bound me too long, but I heard the word of God tonight, and this is my expectation. I want to be delivered. I want to be set free. I want to have that freedom that Brother Andrew preached about tonight. I'm just going to set my wings. I'm going to set my wings on the wings of faith. Set your wings to the wind. Why don't you just set your wings tonight? You can fly. You want to fly a little higher? 
Wonderful presence, wonderful word, wonderful atmosphere here. God can do just anything. He can just do anything right now. You don't have to wait for another moment. You just surrender now and just say, Lord, here am I. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Wonderful, faithful, Holy Spirit. Lord, there's nothing to add to this message that we heard tonight. Holy Spirit, like a dove, has come to each and every one of us, Lord, and you've spoken to our hearts so individually. Some are expressive. Some drink it in. But nevertheless, Lord, your presence has been faithful to deal with every heart that is present here tonight. We're thankful for a ministry that you've used through Brother Andrew Glover. We're thankful for young men raising up, Lord, taking the word of the Lord, speaking it, and Lord, yielding himself to the moving of the Holy Spirit. I believe, Father God, the word's been delivered. 
now it's our part to receive that word of God. You've prepared many young people's heart for the weekend. But Lord, we've had revival. We've had a move of God. Service after service. It's been just tremendous. And Lord, we're going to take what's been said tonight and we're going to take it to the camp and it's just going to be built on line on line precept on precept here a little there a little but lord you'll be the preeminent one that's building the very nature and character of christ within the lives of those that will feast around the body word of this son of man so lord god i'm just asking that your grace will go before us that the Holy Spirit will be in our attendance as we drive even out of the parking lot. May we speak of these things, Lord. May we speak of these great expectations. And may we walk in it and not just hearers of it. Let us be doers of it. Bless Brother Andrew. As now, Lord God, we go to the camp. I pray, Lord, a great anointing and strength in the Holy Ghost will be his portion. And may every young person and adult alike that attends, may it be a special time in the presence of God. Thank you, Lord, for speaking sovereignly to us this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, we want to invite anyone that feels, I, I would think you'd want to make a little bit of an effort to come to camp. I know the border is a hindrance for some, but the saints have come up so faithfully to the services since these restrictions have lifted. If you can be at camp, we're going to have a wonderful time, Brother Andrew. We're going to hold your arms up, and we'll be your amen corner. I've already lost my voice. <laughs> How is that possible? I'm just saying amen to the Word of God. So God bless you. Greet one another. Thank you for coming this evening. I mean, I know the Lord's blessed you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Amen.